News round, news night, I play a website. Tony, Arthur, Brian, Camp, Spooks, and Adam, Adam, and Postman, Pat, Blackadder, Hancock, and yes, Minister. Later with Jules Holland, Pride and Prejudice, Hitchhiker's Guide, World Service, Stuart Lee, Mr. Ben, Casualty, Six, Music, Glastonbury, Horrible Histories, Dennis Potter, CBBS, Quake, the Mass, and Two Ronnies, The Thick of It, Radio 3, Open University, Como Dan Mayo, Round the Horn, The Goon Show, Blake, Seven, Dick, and Off, Last Night of the Proms, Gardeners, Question Time, Last of the Summer Wine, Step Toe and Sun, Clangers and the Young Ones, Edge of Darkness, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy, Letter from America, The Mighty Bush and QI, Panorama and Bad Bus, I, Claudius, Absolutely Fabulous, I'm proud of the BBC, it's part of you and it's part of me, it's just this and lousy weather that holds us together. Show Woman's Out, Charlie and Lola, Alan Partridge, Sherlock, News at 6 o'clock, Live Aid, Likely Lance, Michael Palin, No Ads, It's Life, That's Life, Life on Earth, A Good Life, Captain Progwash, Tony Hart, Till Death Do Us Part, Ken Bruce, News Quiz, Keeping Up Appearances, Outnumbered Miranda, Who Do You Think You Are, Kirsty Walk, Paxman, Parkinson and Wogan, Tripods, Fireman Sam, The Ascent of Man, One Foot in the Dog Wimbledon, Spring Watch, Formula One, Blue Peter Swap Shop, Five Life, Top of the Pops, Trumpton and the Archers. That was the week that was. Goodies and songs of praise, World of Wonder, Day to Day. Sorry, I haven't a clue. Not the nine o'clock news nationwide, Mr. Men, Doctor Who again, EastEnders, Bottom Gary Lineker, Radio One, Radio Two, Did I mention Doctor Who? Ripping Yons, Johnny Ball, Test Match, Smash
is Waffle On Podcast. Hello and welcome to Waffle On Podcast four year anniversary. My name is Simon Reddings. And I'm Yahoo Kelly. Well god you picked up. Yeah, that's coming back from work. <laughs> and it's not a Thursday. It's not a Thursday. We are, we are awake. Uh, none of us have any colds. Uh, a little bit of a sniffle. But, you uh, are, I can say. One, slight, a slight one day, one, one day, day <laughs> listeners, you'll hear a podcast about him being ill. Well, as, as it's uh, today is the 14th of January. It's our fourth year anniversary. I don't think we start on the 14th of the month, but uh, we normally release on the 17th. Uh, I have... Uh, I have not had a drink of alcohol since the 1st of uh, January, and I've had no bread, no rice, no, no pasta. Here we go with your meatox again. And uh, I am so hungry. <laughs> I'm so Listeners, hungry. that's what he talked about since then. He's every day looking at his calorie count and saying he's hungry. That, hungry. That's a diet for meds. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's working, to be fair. But, but like you uh, said, you'll have a bloody Peter Andre body bond or something on, on, uh, uh, well, on Australian Bondi Beach. Bond Bond Running reckon? around with your budgie smugglers. Uh, ooh, no, I'll send you a picture. Straight <laughs> not, to your phone. No, hopefully not with really budgie smugglers, because it'll come at about four in the morning, and I'll run downstairs and say, is it really important? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pair of tangas <laughs> yeah. live in Australia. Ah, yeah, so anyway, uh, I hope you good listeners had a fantastic Christmas. I know uh, we did, didn't we? It was uh, quite it nice was very good. Christmas. Put on much weight. Hence <laughs> the reason why. Uh, we, had a, we had a good day bowling, didn't we? Nice it was bowling. a very good day bowling. Where did you come? On the, uh... All right. <laughs> the first time, listeners, I finished below Simon Meddings. And you finished below quite a few, didn't you? Uh, no, third. third. No, oh, women okay. didn't beat me. No, 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 no. You know, I'm a modern man, but I won't let a woman beat me. <laughs> no, we talk about this. Especially not your wife. Not your wife. You just no. you never hear the end of not, it. Not as well. Not as well. Anyway. All you were bothered about was beating Natalie. Oh, yeah. That's all you Absolutely. cared about. Uh, yeah, because uh, it would have been Facebook, Twitter, and all that. But uh, second, I come, just in case. You know, I know you were going to ask. Yeah, well, yeah. Where did you come, then? Second. Yeah, but I mean, I would come first like he always does. Uh, well, yeah, to be fair, he was good at the balls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is our fourth year anniversary episode. And as promised on the last episode, uh, we're doing a competition. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're actually giving something away. It will be probably tat. Um, and also a mug. Uh, waffle on mugs. Oh, this legendary waffle on mugs. The legendary mug. waffle on mugs, which we uh, will uh, have before we send not like the last competition in which yeah. uh, three people did win and we uh, did the badges well you did the badges and I forgot to send them up yes uh, I one. spent all of 15 minutes making them <laughs> 15 minutes when it could have been on the toilet <laughs> uh, you didn't make them on the toilet did you? <laughs> no no because that would have been imagine the, imagine the wife listening to the door what's going on in there that's pinching one off <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah, so there is going to be, we are going to do, this is a competition, and let me get my words out properly. Um, so we're going to put in a mug, uh, and there'll be some uh, other goodies that we can find. There would be probably well. sweets, but you'll probably eat them by the time. No, they, will be, they will be eaten. And of course, if anyone wins in America, then uh, we can't send those over because of customs. Because the Costa bastards, the man, the, the man, man, standing the man. up to us. We should stand up to him, <laughs> send you down on a mission to tell them customs. Yeah, what and if anyone in Australia wins it, then uh, I'll uh, you'll get it in October. We're not over there. Uh, <laughs> That's slow bloody. I'll tell you what kind of service is that. DHL don't do that, don't they? <laughs> Six <laughs> month service. Um, so basically, okay, we've, we're going to be playing you some theme tunes. We're going to talk in between the theme tunes. Tunes? Tunes. Uh, there's two films in this, uh, and there'll be a hint about that, which we'll come to when it comes to it. There's 20 theme tunes. Now, we decided you haven't got to get every single one, but it's whomever gets 
the most. Unless anyone just gets someone, no one gets them, and one person gets one. Yeah, then, what you, we get, then, then you've won. <laughs> so, so uh, if no one enters, no one he'll enters, just keep uh, them up himself. Yeah, if no one enters, you'll never know, and we'll make someone up. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would yeah. just, well, it wouldn't be, but in fact, we don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just have three mugs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they are nice. So anyone who's seen our waffle on um, symbol, which was designed by uh, Jen Rhodes, so not anomaly. Uh, any, if you need any kind of graphic work done, she's the lady to see. Good rate to pay. Uh, and also we had a high res one done by uh, Ian Blundell, uh, my Ian from the Scatter Cat. Uh, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, I've really been in touch with today, ironically, about a, a stag do. But that's another story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is seriously waffling on. Um, so uh, we might as well say what we're going to do next episode before we crack on Cal this is your idea so why don't you go well I don't know we've, we've talked about it as we've talked about I'm not so massive like you it's Robert Cruz isn't it there is you. you're going to eat him in no, no not listeners <laughs> keep staring at about a tin of miniature heroes mm. <laughs> um, well we're going to do let's just get on it I'm going to say we're going to do Quatermass yeah we're basically we're both fans of British sci-fi Doctor Who obviously may not like my man You've got to do... You can't talk about Doctor Who without talking about Quatermass because mm-hmm. those were the two big things. Yeah. And we're going to... It's not going to be specific. So people no. aren't going to jump out. We're not doing... It's not particularly the TV versus the movies. Yeah, I know they're completely different ones. But it's just about Nigel Neal's mm-hmm. Quatermass. Yeah. So that can involve the films in the 60s the right up until yeah. the one with David Tennant. Absolutely. In, what, when was that, 2005? 2005, the live one. It, was just, it was just before Doctor Who was aired. Yeah, so we're going to talk about him generally, Nigel Neal, what he influenced, what we think, why it's not on the TV anymore when they've got this great licence, and mm. that's going to be it, really. Yeah, so anyone, uh, if you want to comment on that one, then please do send us an email to waffleonpodcast.gmail.com, or of course, we have the Facebook page, which Jim will tell you about at the end of the show. Leave us a comment there. Um, looking forward to doing that. It should be good. Uh, one, because we have a curry afterwards. Yeah, yeah, could, uh, <laughs> and it's like not, we, I think we've met, Nigel Neal's been mentioned before on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. And he died last year. Was yeah, it the year before? Was it like this? Ooh. It's hard to think. Yeah, or the year before, wasn't it? Um, and we were going to do one then, but we'd already had that programme. And I, I think, well, I think we got to the point where we, we seem to be doing programmes like we suddenly somebody died we felt we the need yeah to yeah yeah that was right that's it now that's what he said uh, we just leave him do it yeah yeah and like yeah. i said i know this is going to be more brick centric again because quite a mass a lot of quite a mass was never shown in america the tv series but the films were the films were quite a mass in the and we know when americans feel like oh and they're all going to hate us because we like hey, quite a mass even because he's american in it mm. which was a lot i ain't bothered about things I like really that i really enjoyed those films though they made good stories good i don't stories. care yeah i don't care yeah. it's the stories i care about not the character if you two care much about the character as in a lot of people with doctor who they'll defend the who character mm. even though the stories are crap it's about mm. the stories yeah oh absolutely that's the story should always come first but yeah forget anything else Right then, so, uh, now then, yes, with the answers to these questions, to this quiz, that's our quiz. Yeah, I suppose it is a quiz. Is it a quiz? It's a listening quiz, isn't it's, it? Uh, yes. It's a quiz for the ears. Very good. Now, so, now we've, picked, uh, we've picked these one, both me and my man here, we've picked these theme tunes out, um, and so they are fairly well known. Yeah, but there's, there's a couple too many of... Really ob- Nothing really obscure no. here. Maybe some people in the States might not know some of them. Yeah. But anyone who knows anything about TV... Number like, six, I, number six, I think, maybe. That might be a curveball, I reckon. Yeah, but, uh, that's it. But it's not the most obscure thing in there. Not like we picked like, programmes that were cancelled in nineteen six. These are all programmes. Yeah, all these programmes on there were big programmes, weren't they? And possibly uh, still available on TV. Yeah, yeah. So. I, yeah I'd say they're all big programmes. There ain't nothing on here that's... Nah, nah, nah. nah. So you first. You introduced the first one. Well, here we go, then. So... Uh, 
The first one, I'd say this is, we just talked about this, weren't we, before, which is the most well-known one. Yeah. I'd say this is... That's why it's the opener. This is the opener. It's very, it's used a lot in other things. Mm. It's got a cast member, Bob Todd. Bob Todd. Famous for having his head slapped. Repeatedly. And basically, it's, and the, the person also <laughs> had a number one song he in did. the 1970s. He did, yeah. yeah. Uh, similar name to Morecambe and Wise. Yeah, I, I don't want to give it away too much. No. And I think that's as much as we're going to say with that one, because the lyrics straight away and go, oh, it's... Yeah, cheeky. Yeah. And I'd also say that uh, if this doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. <laughs> Oh, I should point out that the opening song at the beginning of this podcast was by Mitch Baird, and it was played at the BBC. Oh, the one that played at the BBC when it used to be the BBC. Yeah. Well, actually, when I put that on Facebook, I put, um, I still believe, I mean, although we've had our knocks on the BBC, oh, I, no, no. I still think at the heart of the BBC, the, the greatest corporation ever made. We don't get into the BBC, we don't know much about the BBC. Because no, otherwise, people are going to go, so, uh, next one, this is my one. Uh, well, no, actually, we haven't chosen, this is just the way that we write these out. Anyway. Um, okay, so this is um, still on TV at the moment. My daughter absolutely adores it. Although she says the first bit, but uh, um, and I'd say it's a, a major program in America at the time. Don't give it away, will you? Don't laugh at your <laughs> own fucking prompts. <laughs> <laughs> you need to keep quiet there. Uh, not you know, like, now, have you have you seen this recently? Uh, I've saw bits of it. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's not so great. Right. The stuntmen in it. It's like the same. It's like the Star Trek stuntmen. You could because uh, worse than Roger Moore's in Future Kill. That, when you see some action scenes uh, and then that uh, is so blatantly not him. But the opening titles when the 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 female person the comes through those doors, you wouldn't get away with that these days. That uh, that's uh, Skimpy. You can't say, but. Who the actress is? Yeah, HL. The yeah, yeah, that was I married, uh, went out with uh, Nikki Six out of Motley Crew for two years. Yeah, I can see why. To be fair, there you go. Mm. Anyway, so uh, this is this one. Well, I'm not kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made record such a star Right, now, the next one. Now, this is more... 
This is more my man's kind of program. Now, he used to tell people he was named after his character. I was named after. He was named after his character, but not this incarnation. Not this incarnation, because basically, this is funky music. Yeah. Features. One of the all-time classic cars on British TV. And we saw it. The we actual one. You know yeah, that. we're not going to say what it is because they give it away too much. Very, very famous car in Britain. Mm. And Alan Partridge was once drumming along to this while his, while his uh, assistant was visiting the grave of her husband. <laughs> yeah, it is a good thing too. Oh, it's a classic. It's a bit of an electro 80s, isn't it? It is. It is This next one, uh, now this one could be a curveball for our British viewers, uh, listeners, I think. Uh, but I may, I may come on. This was in the genre of there was another program very much like it, and then there's another bigger program. Uh, this was at the time when there was loads of these Neon. family drama. Yeah, there was loads around at the time, weren't that? The other one was you had Manimal. Yeah, which was um, which was come around the same, the same time. There yeah. was Street Hawk. Yeah, well done. I mean, well, you're getting closer. To the, and then the, there was the this one. Part. These yeah. were the three programs when we were young mm. that you'd rush home to get. Even though yeah. there was only one season of this drama, yeah. it's one of them dramas that you think back. It is amazing. Have you watched it? I did. I watched the pilot of it when I was getting the theme tune. That's so great, is Oh, it? it's awful. It's really, really it bad. So bad. And the, the, the thing in it is awful as well, isn't it? it, it like I said, it's one of them programmes blinkered with youth. Because you remember it being yeah. brilliant? Well, I think we said that about the A-Team, didn't we? It, it's, oh, well, bloody, it's not it's not as good as the A-Team, is it? And no. It's not ages. as well. I think it's still... Yeah, but if you watch it, and you can see why it didn't get past the season. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it on DVD. No, no chance. No. You wouldn't. You show it your kids. Hey, what would you if you show? It to <laughs> in fact, the only reason why I've put this in was because of the fact that I thought it'd be a nice curveball for to get exactly. A this is your TV knowledge. Yeah, I bet you that some there was to be a little stormtrooper who will get all these. <laughs> that? Yes, that man with the who I said looked like. Remember Gareth Jones who did um, uh, not why don't you uh, who how to. Oh, uh, Gaston! You know, I don't think it was not Gaston. Gaston. No, no, Gareth Jones. Like uh, he looks just like Anthony, oh. but without the beard, a bit younger looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> he'll be cursing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be, he'll be on his truck. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
now this one. <laughs> now, this was a very much a program of me growing up mm-hmm. because this is how I thought America was. Right? Yeah. The perfect family living in a mansion. <laughs> like Fresh Brits. Everyone just lived in mansions. So for Britain, yeah. where we come from, these were, man- these were mansions. Mm. Starring a legendary stand-up comedian. Much me. I mean, he's still alive. Um, yeah, and like I said, he's the what forgotten about comedian. Has he, has he retired, though? I, I guess I, he must be knocking on now. He's uh, contemporary of Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. You know, a brilliant actor. Mm-hmm. And he used to wear a certain attire <laughs> that was made famous yeah. in High Fidelity, starring John Cusack and Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, that's a brilliant. We could shall I try and say it without saying the actual name? No. What is that you're wearing? It's a sweater. It's a classic. <laughs> now, everyone who knows that about sweaters <laughs> will know this straight away. Oh yeah, brilliant. <laughs> and a, and great. Uh, he does a great dance at the beginning. Well, it's it's one of them programs again. Like I said, this like light-hearted fun. Like sorry, what happened every week? Mm. It went on, and the and this program was on for years. And had a really hot girl in it, Lisa Bonet. Yes. Towards yes. the end. Also featured in High Okay, now this one's a this one is definitely a curveball to make. If any of our American listeners get this one, then fair play to you, because uh, I think there's only a couple of series of this, but there's a ca- actor in it who is linked to uh, Blackadder, and there's another character in it linked to Red Dwarf. Another one, Blackadder. Well, well. <laughs> but I used to fancy her. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I really did. And the guy who played the, um, the, 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 the no, the useless chap in it. Who was but there was cry, only was cry, there, was was only, there was only six, about six people in it, weren't yeah. there? He looked like he used to look like Mark Middleton. He did he look did like Mark Middleton. <laughs> he Middleton. bloody did as well. Yeah. And this was um, we. Yeah, this is this is a thing again. Uh, of being a kid watching it and thinking the jokes were... Well, we, we were quite old when this was on. This was in the early... About 15, weren't we? It was this sort of like late 80s, early 1990, 91, something like that. I'm sure we was a bit old because... It, it was a very really much student comedy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we was at college when we were watching this. I think it was more adults watched it than kids watched it, didn't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, because there's a lot of adults. There was a lot of adults. Yeah, again, it was a bit like The Simpsons, Flintstones... There's a lot of adult jokes in there for a kids show, and there's no doubt, you know, because I we were telling you, it was a show for the family, it wasn't. It was for children. Yeah, yeah. And it was for children, but it's like legendary for people of our generation, right. isn't it? Yep.
<laughs> this is a podcast we've tried to do before. By, yeah, we've done. We recorded it. We recorded the show, it. The show sits in the archives. Of yeah, but it's when we had one of our disaster where we, we were changing things, mm-hmm. and it's the end theme, not the beginning. It stars a legendary light entertainer, <laughs> Britain's top, Britain's top light entertainer, and featuring a barrister as his sidekick. You wouldn't let that live, would you? He wouldn't let that live. Oh, Mr. Songwriter. Okay, now this was this one, uh, very much a foreign program, uh, called two different names actually. We had the full version over here, and over in uh, Down Under had a different name. This one is this one you actually picked, didn't you? Because you absolutely adore this theme tune, and you'll notice that we're not playing all the theme tunes we're playing because we did put a poll out on the Facebook page, and everyone said they prefer to have part of the theme tune, which is only why right because there's twenty of them, and blimey, we'd be here for ages. Well, this is very much a melancholy theme tune consider do you think it actually represents quite well the program um yeah mm. uh, it, it's sad it it's a sad bad, song mm. and i can what can i say about this it it, it was massive mm. this it was still a bit is. it's still got a serious cult uh, well this was the program when i used to i used to be on about two in the morning mm. in the midweek i used to uh go to bed Early and set me on and get up and watch it at two in the morning. Probably why, probably why I end up in a factory. But there you go. <laughs> because it to me it was the, one of the most forming dramas I'd ever saw, mm. and it was the first time I was interested in female characters. Mm. And that's Ooh. the important thing about it because I only cared about men, mm. and men can be a bit like that with drama, can't nice. they? Not them kind of men, <laughs> but generally you're a woman in everything. You don't care, do you? Nah. Just get on with the bloke. Nah. This is the first time we thought, oh yeah, women can be tough. Mm. Featured a legendary character called Vinegar Tits. <laughs> so that's a giveaway for anyone there. People in Australia are going, I oh, know what that I is. Know, know, and also, of course, wrote by, uh, well, some of the episodes, uh, quite a few. By episodes, the legendary by Ian Smith. Ian, legendary Ian Smith. Ian Smith. It was Harold out It was Harold in Neighbours. And basically every other Australian thing ever. Like I said, it's my best thing. be all funky tunes, and this is really sad tune. Which is but, right in the middle. But this song. <laughs> And this tune, you know, it just takes me back to being a kid, why I love TV. It took me to a completely different world because I knew nothing about it. Yeah. He used to give me roses I wish he could again But that was on the outside And things were different then On the inside the sun 
Anyway, this was, yet again, from the same continent. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say the country, I'm going to give away a bit too much people there. <laughs> yet again, uh, when we were younger, it was on, it would come out of the blue, didn't it? it mm-hmm. used, I remember it was about, it was a five o'clock show, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it five it o'clock? So it, it was five o'clock, it weren't before five o'clock, so it was a bit... Uh, you know, before Neighbours, and remember watching This Is Very Weird, wasn't it? It's a very weird. You know, mind me, I'd like a show that you like, Eerie Indiana. Yeah, yeah which in, we was going to play, but I took it off the play. In that kind of world where it was in the normal world, mm. but it was very weird. Mm. And basically, it's about storytelling, wasn't it? Yeah, like I said, I haven't saw it for years. Is it that? It was, what's it, what's it that like? Uh, well, the stories are still solid. Yeah, um, yeah. The acting's a bit off. But it's, it's made by made by this country children's TV, and um, and the because the characters the characters are all the same all the way through, but different actors all the way in each series. So they kind of change actors because it was their, you know to keep their age. But the song that you're going to hear in a minute it was sung by the first actress in it all the way through. Okay, my one here. Now, this is the uh, original one, not the follow-up, ah, following... Not the uh, one. Now, if listeners could say a stay with you in the hand movement. <laughs> and um, this uh, was also made into a film a few years ago, which was abysmal. Uh, yeah, again, it should have worked because it had everything right about it. Yeah, got uh, two fantastic actors. Uh, Brilliant and one, actors. One, and one Scottish one. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Connery when he was still doing okay things. But yeah. everything was perfect about it at the budget, mm. but just did, did not, not work. work. And uh, so this is the original version. one we're getting into the punk rock of TV shows now (laughs) (laughs) now this was uh, a very uh, you know a cartoon 
wasn't on very long. It was a very short cartoon, wasn't it? Uh, well, there's uh, some more just recently been done. But uh, it's on, on Milkshake now. Ah, with all the same, with the same everything. Yep. Same design, same. Absolutely brilliant. Because yet again, I remember seeing it as a kid. You'd watch it and like, I love Looney Tunes and love all that. And this drawing was completely different. The drawing was alive, wasn't it? Yeah. The we, drawings we were moving. Crazy. Yeah. And I love that. And it had some. Fantastic. I, I can't give any of the characters away in it. Because no. it will just give it away. <laughs> well, it was the name. The two <laughs> famous characters. Were there. You've got the other character, got the bird and that in there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, mainly, like I said, more mainly for the theme tune than the, the actual show I remember more. Yeah. Mm. First film, Whee. which also starred uh, the person who was in the first theme that you heard earlier on. Um, now, this is now we've only put two films in here because as I was going through my list of <laughs> theme tunes and everything like that, that you know, there's some of them are quite obvious. Uh, some that. Now, this again is not the opening theme to this film, it's actually a theme that's heard. Three quarters of the way through the film. I know the one you mean because it's too obvious to put them. Yeah, and it is a very obvious theme, and frankly, if you don't get it, <laughs> then you're an idiot. Ladies, well, yeah, because <laughs> the one character in this was every Ooh. young boy's fantasy. Oh, gorgeous. And because she was also, remember, and I've got another little tip for you, she was also in Blake Seven mm. and she <laughs> was very hot. And they were a couple in real life, a stellar, stellar, a couple, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cop show, yeah, mid 80s. Mm. Like again, I'm not sorry for years. I don't. 
I probably it's probably not dated too well. Yeah, I watched it on uh, I watched it on YouTube. She still looks really good now because she's, she's on Twitter. I watched the uh, the uh, first episode on not Twitter uh, on YouTube. Not good. Yeah, it's all right. It deserves to be on RTV four. I oh, think if you put, look, if you put in Mindu on oh, when, it, when, it, when it's not Dennis Waterman, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. that other bloke on it. If you're having that on, you can yeah. put this on. Yeah, it's another thing about it as well that this was the time when we were in the mid '80s where the, we were getting lots of stuff from from America. So that you know we were getting Entertainment USA and mm. all this kind of stuff. And this was all oh, they put an American in a British show because yeah. I don't think they've done that before. I can't ever remember seeing that. But you know, they must have been done. Mm. But this first time I knew where there was like an American who was all fast talking yeah. and tough coming in a show like that and livening the show up. This was this was around about the same time as um, Cat's Eyes. Uh, was, yeah, yeah very yeah, gentle touch. Was, <laughs> gentle remember touch. gentle touch? Yeah, you know Jill Gascoigne. That was the same. Wasn't that a sequel? I too? think the Cat's Eyes was a sequel from Gentle Touch, wasn't it? Mm. Or the other way around, one of the two. Somebody mentioned this on Facebook on our page. Ooh, don't know who it was. But no, this yeah again more a, a classic you know eighties show when we were trying to actually do something a bit more exciting. Then, uh, District Okay, a classic one, one that me and you absolutely loved. Um, starring a bloke who was in a sci-fi program that we mentioned earlier on. Uh, set in a, I'd say, a very leisurely kind of workplace. Um, and I used to fancy the woman in it as well. Not the one behind to be said. I was going to say you knew straight away to drop in that one. <laughs> I know what I mean. She was Laura. really hot and he weren't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jillson... Some St. John, is it? Maybe? I'm not too sure, but she left towards the end of it anyway. Yeah, but this was a show, yet again, that affected the other one, Mm. didn't it? Because that's why... It didn't, that's why we had lost him. That's why we left him halfway through the series, even though it was completely... The thing with this show was it started out very normal Mm. and then turned really, really surreal towards the end, didn't it? Yeah. Really odd, like the one episode where it was like uh, a mob attacking them <laughs> in this place, mm. and they were firing them, and it was like catapults and everything, weren't that? Yeah. And there was a baby in the desk. There's a baby in the desk, and a bloke who was very dirty. Yeah, yeah, it was. And who, who reminded us of that guy that when we worked at um, the our work experience when we were at school. Yeah. And also, he used to drive the same car as my dad. <laughs> Two in my top ten TV programs all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the new one. 
Yes, very good, the but one. this is the original theme tune. It's talking the original, not the one. Not, I can't even say because it'll give it away who it is. Yeah, and it's, it did star the person who was the seventh theme tune that we had yeah. earlier on. You know, I just, I just think, you know, the classic time for British uh, theme tunes was the 1960s. Yeah, the ICC era. You know, I look, you know, I'm not a massive 60s TV fan. I'm not, I'm more of a 70s person. But there's no doubt these shows were perfect beginnings, perfect credits and perfect music, perfect <laughs> actors. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I can't tell you saying too much, but uh, I just thought it was dead good. And the guy in this, uh, his last thing he did, well, that I saw him in was Last of Summer Wine. Yeah, because he's still around. Still no, around the, other the, side, the other one's dead, isn't no, he? Yeah. He, died, he died shortly after this one. Yeah, but the other one is still, still around, isn't he? <laughs> This one has possibly one of the best theme tunes that you're going to hear in the world ever, without yeah. a doubt. And but the weird thing is, I don't quite remember ever watching it. <laughs> I just remember the theme tune. I just remember the theme tune. It's so iconic. That... It's he's an iconic theme tune, mm. isn't it? And it's you know sitting one of my favourite places in the world. Relaxing place, I'd say. It's very relaxing. Yeah. Mm. And like I said, I can't remember any of the storylines. No, I know what it looks like, and I know where it's set, and I'm sure we have seen it, but it just. And it's a really, really loud sound. It's really yeah. loud music. And you'll probably notice that th- this one actually is on a bit longer than the others because it really kicks in with the with the orchestra. Yeah, it's, it's proper. Oh yeah, in your face. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no. Massive fan of this show. No, I am. You what? You, you are. Oh, I love it. You do. No, I, I, I don't really. But yet again, it's of that ilk when we had that Hill Street Blues. Mm-hmm. Round about that time where we were getting uh, like cut shows that were a bit different, a bit grittier, yeah. and you knew more about them as characters because it was a very character-led, yeah. more than the stories really. Weren't yeah. you? Knew all about them. Yeah, and I'd say as well that what you were saying about. The, the the female roles being strong female roles this is another classic example oh. of that in fact the only cl- uh, real example of that I think 
to come out. Really, oh, 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 that, even now, I think. Well, yeah, well, there's, 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 um, there's a program on that's supposed to be a bit like it, but I can't say until we do it next time. Right. Uh, that's on at the moment on Living Channel. That's supposed to be the new version of this. Oh, really? Supposedly, that's what they said. It's because they were like the biggies. You believe them as friends as well, because they were friends off there. One turned into a crazy alcoholic. Yeah, but she's all right now. Oh, yeah, she's all right now. She must have been all right. In the pilot episode, though, not played by her. It was played by Loretta Sweet, who was in MASH. Oh. And the reason why Loretta Sweet didn't carry on playing in this role was because she couldn't be released um, from MASH. Ah, but, yeah, again, classic, you know, I, 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 I can sometimes admire something and not like it. That is yeah. possible, isn't it? Oh, I know it. this programme is good. Mm. Like I said, people still love it, don't they? Mm. Because, they, you know... It still goes on, the fan club's still going and everything. Yeah. But I just, it just wasn't my cup of tea, but it painted a very realistic portrait of like New York. Yeah. And I don't think we'd ever saw that it's before. Like, it's like what we said about the equalizers. Yeah, it? it's, so, kind of, oh, it, it's not romantic at it's all. It's not romantic, really unromantic. There's something quite. I'm, I'm sure the people who lived in New York in the 80s don't agree, don't, certainly don't agree with this, but there's something quite. Loving about that kind of gritty side of New York, the dark thing with the, you know, the, the kind of, I don't know what it is. It's probably because of the fact that we've been brought up, I mean, you, not you, yourself, because you've been to America, so yeah. you've seen what I mean, yeah, but yeah. I haven't. So I'm still living oh, uh, yeah, yeah, through fancy. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, you know. And I think, you know, like I said, Dixon Hill Street Blues were just, you remember thinking when you were a kid, bloody hell, these, yeah. this seems a bit different than the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, this one uh, I might be playing in the background because God, it takes a long time for it to kick into the theme, doesn't it? It does, but when right, it does, my God. when it does, is there, a, is there a more glamorous theme tune? A more glam- glamorous opening credits? No, and you know what I was thinking of when I was cracking this, right? right? Was uh, Ross and Chandler? <laughs> you know, yeah, you know yeah. the reason why? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It but, is, and I know I didn't see the film versions, which was made a couple of years ago. You're shaking your head. In, this almost looks like you're shaking your head in absolute no, disbelief. Contempt. Contempt? You know, all I can say is the remake had everything right about it. Michael Mann. Got it. Don't say too much. Michael Mann film. Two good actors playing the characters. Mm-hmm. Set in the same area. Mm-hmm. Speedboats. Mm-hmm. Girls in bikinis. Nice. Which you that's you remember the beginning that of that. Was, that it's like, it. my yeah. God, there's amazing women on the beach with bikinis, yeah. there's speedboats yeah. and everything. Right. This is gonna be a good T V series. <laughs> then it started off, he's on his boat. I'm 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 you know, anyone who lives on a boat, yeah. like the one character did. Yeah, 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 but this new one had all that uh, flat as a pancake. Oh. And I don't know what I don't know what Was it one where they're trying to appease the fans a bit too much? It, I, yeah, I think this is the problem when you do remakes, isn't it? That's the reason why I I, I mean I know people don't like it. But I actually really quite enjoyed the A-Team film. And the reason why, apart from the BA 
Yeah, the BA, the, the wimp down the BA was. Yeah, but he's, he's not, not BA in that no, film, is he? Well, he is at the end. And I'm, I'm, I'm it's like, get the van. Just don't get. It's like when they got rid of the van at the beginning. I think that was a crap idea. Get the van. And the ending when he's sort of going, what's going on? It's all things swinging about. And... I don't know, the tank bit was a bit over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 you, but the whole... Yeah, the 3D bit was wicked. Murdoch was brilliant, isn't it? I didn't see the 3 You know, when he's a... Uh... Oh, sorry, you mean yeah, he's yeah. in the film? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, Murdoch is brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah. Him and Fax are good. Him and Fax are good. I don't even think Liam Neeson's good as... Liam Neeson's great, yeah. It's, it's just... just, just... just... So this is not the uh, the remake, is it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. We talk about bad remakes. Actually, you know, ain't that bad. But shouldn't have been called. What no, no. It? Yet again, like we said about the Italian job, the remake of that. Yeah. If you would have stripped that away, it's a decent film on its own, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Anyway, same kind of thing again with this. But yet again, this. You know me. Oh, I love this. You well, know. This, we oh, should, we this should point out actually that there's a few on this list which we are going to be covering possibly this year. And this film, we are definitely covering because we were going to do it. We've tried this from the day one. It was a bit. Yeah. This is a bit like our um, Star Trek, Star Wars: Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. That we're going to do it at some this point. Is, that's happening this year. Yeah, okay. and we're always going to do the Apocalypse Now one. What we're going to do this year? Uh, Many would be king. We talked about that for a minute. We did eventually, we did, did we it. Eventually and this did. is another one which we love. I personally think it's his best film. Yeah. I still think it's his best film. Absolutely. I, don't, I don't care what anyone says, all the others he won Oscars for. This is his best film. Mm-hmm. This is the film when he goes, this is the film I want to remember him by. It's even got, you know, oh, I love this soundtrack, it's on my iPad. Mm-hmm. You, you give me a brilliant remix, because it's still being remixed. Yep. No, he, he, this is a classic. And I won that soundtrack as well, because I, I owned it and then I won one. And I was, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's what I gave you. That this, you know, this is a classic British film. And I had the picture on my, do- on my, on my bedroom door for years when we lived oh. remember? It was like oh. making England one. You know, to me, it's like talk about as the greatest ever British gangster film. It ain't far off. I'm going to throw a little curveball fact in here, which I'd normally leave for the main thing, but uh, in the bar scene, when he first gets to where he's going to, there is a cameo appearance, blinking you're missing, of Jimmy Nail. Yeah. Mm. Ah. It's also got one of my favourite uh, lines in it. I miss them always, piss holes in the snow.
don't know why I've left this to the end because and you are getting I'm sorry you're getting the full version of this yeah. you're getting the full version of it uh, we started off with one to put your smile on your face we'll end in with one to put a smile on your face this was also um, the American program I think hugely respected yeah. the actor is certainly hugely first respected first time I think people in Britain ever saw an answering machine Yep, yeah, and someone living in the caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, of course, normally over here, you'd be classed as poor. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's everything about this I love. When I lived on my own uh, a few years ago before I got married, I had to be a good few years before I got married, about 10 years ago, um, on Saturday afternoons was the theme tune that we played at number 17, and this followed it. Ah. So it was like, and the Hill Street Blues was on afterwards, yeah, yeah, and it was an afternoon of of, uh, of American, American yeah. cop TV, and uh, or investigative TV, we should say. And I, I loved it. You know, yeah. interesting. But you just talk about because you lived in a caravan. You know, Bill Hicks is it? You know, in America, when you're poor, when your uh, your car's on bricks and your house on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill Hicks, I miss you. Uh, how how so many things you said were true? Oh, <laughs> scary! He's predicted yeah. everything about modern culture. It it's turned it, out. It so uh, let's have that.
that's the end of the competition. Yeah. So, if I uh, say, write them all down, email us them to uh, waffleonpodcast at gmail.com or Yes, do that because if you put it on the Facebook page, then people know. Everyone you can you can personal message me on Facebook, so yeah, that's yeah, his way. Uh, if you don't uh, remember what the uh, email address is, then uh, you should be listening. Uh, but just message us, and hopefully we'll uh, get a winner. And we'll now it's not going to close until we said around about March, didn't we? <clears throat> because yeah. obviously, loads of people find our podcast and come along, and, and then suddenly so March, April, we'll probably cut it off. At yeah, the end of March, and we'll announce it in April. Yeah, uh, the April edition. Um, so you've got plenty of time to get him in. Have a good uh, listen. If you don't enter it, doesn't matter. At least hopefully you've had a, had a good time listening to the theme tunes. Yeah. We'll be back. So a normal podcast. Normal too, podcast uh, next month with Quatermass. Uh, Carol, anything else to add? No, that's it. Let's hope people enjoy it and don't feel like the short change. Oh, I can't wait to listen to this. And feel, that's a bit easy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, lazy bastards. Yeah. And you'll be right. <laughs> and, you'll, and you'll be right. It's our, it's our fourth year birthday. We'll do what we want. Anyway, uh, see you all next month. And uh, take care. We'll hear some promos. And, of course, all our information about where you can find us at the end. Take care. Bye. Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly podcast may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's interviews, convention reports, commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature, and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. The Anomaly podcast is not suitable for all people. Only geekily active cool chicks with a healthy sense of humor should listen. Geekily active cool guys should listen too. Anomaly has resulted in sudden fits of squee. Broad smiles may appear without warning and could become permanent. The most common side effects of Anomaly are unconsciously joining in the Gamma Quadrant golf clap, out loud, at work, to the amusement of co-workers, and attempting to interject opinions aloud to hosts who can't hear the listener. But in all cases, the benefits outweigh the risks. Ask your anomaly if you're healthy enough for entertainment of this caliber. You don't need a doctor's messy handwriting to obtain a free subscription. Anomaly is available over the counter at Stitcher Radio and in the iTunes, Zune, and Blackberry stores. You can also stream episodes of Anomaly and Anomaly Supplemental at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Just one one-hour episode provides 24 hours of relief and never leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Music by Jewelbeat.com Attention, attention! Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Rick. And we're the hosts of the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. We're celebrating the original Battlestar Galactica series, and we're doing that by uh, watching an episode in total and commenting on it as it runs. And you know what's really fun about it is we're attempting to bring guest hosts in with us so that we can talk 
kind of like that mystery science theater kind of thing. And we sometimes we make a little fun of the episode, and sometimes we talk about how cool it is, so you just never know what you're going to get when you listen. Yes. So come and join us. We're on iTunes. You can find us by searching for Ragtag Fusion Podcast, and we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. You also can visit our cool website and make comments and have fun looking around in the officer's lounge and all that jazz by going to ragtagfugitivepodcast.com. You have our word as a warrior. Word as a warrior! Plank down your cubits and come on over and let's play a game of Pyramid, the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. By your command. If you would like to voice your opinions in written or vocal form, then please do email the lads at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com and await your views to be aired and then royally torn apart or praised. If you stalk the Internet and hide in such social networks as Facebook, then why not join the group page? It's easy to do. Just type Waffle On Podcast in the search bar, find the page, and join. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. That was the magic word. I oh my. He can do magic, 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 magic a rabbit. Eight feet high. Ha ha, this away, ha ha.